The Drive at 5. The story is driving today's headlines. Brought to you by ServiceMaster of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes, demand the yellow van on 100.1 FM and AM 1020. KDKA. It's seven minutes past five o'clock. It's the 24th of April. It is time for your drive at five. Jury selection starting today in the case against accused Pittsburgh synagogue shooter Robert Bowers. He appeared in court for the first time since potential jurors filled out their questionnaires in early March. For nearly four and a half years, he had waived his right to appear in court for most proceedings. He sat alongside his defense team at the defense table, facing potential jurors wearing a gray sweater over a light-colored collared shirt. He kept his head down, appeared to be reading, along with Judge Colville, the instructions as the judge read them to the jurors. Jury selection could last several weeks as the sides work to pick jurors they feel can be fair in this capital case. Bowers faces the death penalty if convicted. The trial itself could run through July. Bowers is being represented by a bundle of attorneys, including several federal public defenders and a private attorney named Judy Clark. Clark is based in San Diego and has represented a number of high-profile clients, including the Unabomber Ted Kaczynski, the Atlantic's, uh, the Atlanta Olympics bomber Eric Rudolph, and the Boston Marathon bomber as well. Rich Fitzgerald has backed Michael Lamb to take over as Allegheny County Executive. Of course, Lamb would have to win the pro uh, the primary and then win the general election in the fall. But Fitzgerald made that announcement today. The endorsement came during a morning news conference outside the city county building downtown. Lamb has worked as Pittsburgh City Controller there since 2008. He is among the six candidates seeking the Democratic nomination for executive in the May 16th primary election. The high-profile support comes as the race continues to heat up in its final weeks before the primary. Party insiders say that Lamb is among the three likely frontrunners. But you're looking at the county treasurer, John Weinstein. You're looking at Rep. Sarah Inamorato, a Democrat from Lawrenceville. And to some extent, maybe some would throw Dave Fawcett in there as well. All of them have outspent Lamb on television commercials. Weinstein has captured major endorsements from the Democratic Party in the county and the Allegheny Fayette Central Labor Council as well. But Fitzgerald throwing his weight behind could make a difference for Lamb. Again, the primary comes up on May 16th. Tucker Carlson, see you later. He and Fox News have parted ways. The announcement came today as Tucker Carlson has been jettisoned from them. He has been the leading voice in a lot of conservative movements. The network made the announcement just days after it agreed to pay nearly $800 million to Dominion Voting Systems, averting a high-stakes defamation trial that cast a shadow over the future of the network. Carlson's most recent broadcast didn't feature any indication that he was preparing to leave the network. We'll be back at it on on Monday, he said, as he ended his broadcast on Friday. Fox News did not specify why Carlson is leaving. A spokeswoman did not immediately respond to an email requesting more information on the abrupt change. The statement did not include any comments from Carlson, as the network will rely on a rotation of interim hosts until it names a permanent anchor for that 8 p.m. slot. He's not the only one on the outside looking in. Don Lemon terminated from his position at CNN. He made the announcement today after Variety published a story earlier this month on allegations he mistreated female colleagues over the course of his career there. A year earlier, 
You got to remember, earlier in the year, I should say, he faced a backlash over widely criticized comments he made on air. He made the announcement on Twitter today. I'm stunned after 17 years at CNN. I would have thought someone in management would have had the decency to tell me directly. CNN went to Twitter and refuted that account as being inaccurate. The network said that he was offered a chance to meet with management, but, quote, instead released a statement on Twitter, end quote. Don will always be a part of the CNN family, said the CEO of CNN, Chris Licht. We want to thank him for his contributions over the past 17 years. But wait, there's more. CNBC has got itself a situation now as CNBC anchor and international correspondent Hadley Gamble accused former NBC Universal Chief Executive Jeff Schell of sexual harassment and sexual discrimination in a complaint to the media company. Comcast, the parent company of NBC Universal, announced Sunday that Shell was exiting effective immediately after outside legal counsel investigated into inappropriate conduct. NBC News, CNBC, both units of NBC Universal, the corporation did not specify how Shell had violated company policy. In a separate statement, Shell said that he had an inappropriate relationship with a woman in the company. The Supreme Court deals a blow to oil companies by turning away climate cases. What gives here? Well, in Washington today, the Supreme Court allowed lawsuits brought by municipalities seeking to hold energy companies accountable for climate change to move forward in a loss for business interests. The court turned away oil company appeals in five cases involving claims brought by cities and municipalities in Colorado, Maryland, California, Hawaii, and Rhode Island as part of efforts to hold businesses accountable for effects of climate change the relatively narrow legal issue is whether the lawsuit should be heard in state court instead of federal court litigants care because of the widely held view that plaintiffs have a better chance of winning damage awards in state courts business groups expressed disappointment in the supreme court's decision with phil goldberg and a lawyer for the national association of manufacturers legal arm saying that climate issues should be dealt with at the national or international level President Joe Biden's domestic policy advisor, Susan Rice, is stepping down from her post next month. Multiple current and former senior administration officials confirmed. The move brings to a close Rice's prolific, wide-ranging, at times controversial tenure overseeing Biden's domestic agenda, including some of the thorniest political issues such as immigration policy. During her more than two years in the role, Biden has signed executive and legislative actions on health care, gun safety, student loans, policing, and other key priorities for Democrats. Rice's last day at the White House will be May 26th, according to, again, senior administration official. The White House chief of staff said Rice, who had served as national security advisor during the Obama administration, had been critical to driving Biden's agenda and has taken the Democratic, I'm sorry, the Domestic Policy Council, quote, to new heights, end quote. But now she is stepping down and leaving the White House. That wraps up today's Drive at Five. It is Monday, the 24th day of April, and it is now 5.15. The Drive at Five, the stories driving today's headlines. Brought to you by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes, demand the yellow van on 100.1 FM and AM 1020. KDKA.